This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. We're popping tops in the KDA studio to get us started on a Wednesday. (laughs) Just a heads up. It's my energy drink. It's not anything, you know, actually fun and exciting. It turns out... Because it didn't fizz. (laughs) No, it didn't fizz. No, it was not a a cold Budweiser. It was certainly not the pop of a champagne cork. It's uh, some V8 energy. Which, by the way, might not sound great, but I I promise it is. It's not the tomato stuff. Uh, You guys don't care what I'm having for my energy drink today. You want to hear more about what's on tap for the Workday Red Zone. And before we get into that, we got to get through the intro. This is the part where I thank you all for tuning in. Across the uh, many different places you can find the Ticket Radio Network and, of course, also online at 953theticket.com. Reminder that you can take us with you on the go by downloading the TuneIn app and searching for KNEA. If you want to shout at us, that's also pretty easy. 870-930-3776 is the number on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. And then uh, we're on social media as well. Facebook.com slash the Ticket Radio. On Twitter, at Kara underscore Richie, where I'm already partially regretting posting today's KavanaughCars.com <laughs> question. We'll tell you more about that here in just a moment, but we'll go through the introductions. I'm Kara Richie. I'm joined in studio uh, by Keith Merritt today for Hour 1. Happy Albert Pujols Day for those who observe. I should have done more to celebrate Yadier Molina yesterday, but because it was Yadier Molina Day, and I kind of forgot. But I did remember that yesterday was... Cade Carlton's birthday. He's yeah, back with that's, us today. That's producing. more important <laughs> than Yadier Molina Day, even. I agree with that. By the way, where is Red Wolf Mark when you need him? Because we have this monstrosity of a chocolate cake that is. <laughs> yes, that is. People in the office have been eating on it. It's still not even halfway gone. No, like we have not even put yeah. the slightest dent in that sucker. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, Red Wolf Mark thinks I'm 18, by the way. He did call in the show and wish me a happy 18th birthday yesterday. There was one. I think there was one area coach who should not be named, but is at Green County Tech that put him up to it. Oh, that one coach. Yeah, yeah, that, that one, one person. Nobody's going to be able to figure it out by no. that hint. <laughs> Seriously though, somebody just show up, come up to the KNEA counter, and be like, "Hey, we've heard you guys have cake because it's crazy rich, <laughs> and we're never going to be able to finish it." Uh, but I will uh, attempt to put more of a dent in it later this afternoon. In the meantime, today. Uh, what do we got going on today? I'm excited for our A-State update today. That's going to be brought to you by Calmer Solutions because we're going to catch up with A-State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers. Of course, uh, the Red Wolves, I think, what, Thursday? Last Thursday was her first day of practice, which, of course, these coaches and players get to touch base all throughout the summer, but it kind of kind of got a little bit more real. It, it goes from week. four hours a week to 20 hours yeah. a week, and that is a considerable difference. <laughs> yes. yes, it is. So uh, it is now five weeks and one day until women's hoops tips off their season. So we'll get caught up on on the summer. We'll talk preseason. We'll talk regular season uh, when we are joined by Coach Rogers. Again, that's going to be today at 1230. Also today, if we have time, uh, we'll squeeze in just a couple comments, uh, a little bit of uh, audio from A-State head football coach Butch Jones. We're going to start kind of turning the page today to uh, some JMU talk. So 
that is on the slate. In terms of headlines and uh, news and notes and all that other stuff that we normally go through at the beginning of the show, just want to make mention that Live with the Red Wolves returns tonight to Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Of course, that's A-State head football coach Butch Jones along with a special player guest. They'll recap the homecoming win over ULM. They'll look ahead to JMU. They'll answer some of your fan questions in the meantime. So that show starts at 7. And if you cannot make it out, you can hear it on 107.9 K-Fine and your K-Fine app. But you can't eat pizza over the radio. I've tried. (laughs) (laughs) Or tamales or have some some tasty beverages to wash it down with. So uh, a very good case for being there in person tonight at Lost Pizza. Attention members and guests. Also, uh, last night uh, in baseball news, Albert Pujols drove in a couple more runs. Cardinals went on to beat the Pirates 8-7 to in 10 innings. Going to wrap up the regular season tonight at Pittsburgh 3:05 on 95.9. The Wolf postseason play begins on Friday. We'll look at that bracket and everything else yeah, that goes along all, with that. In a all bit. Major League Baseball games today, all of them, yeah. are starting at 3 o'clock, 3.05, maybe as far away as 3.10, but... They're all starting at the same time to try to heighten the drama, except this year it just worked out that there is none. Yeah. This is, goodness gracious, I can't think of the last time we went into the regular season and not only did we know all 12 participants in the postseason, but we knew exactly, we knew their seeds, we knew everything else that was going to be going along with it. There's, there's, There's literally no drama today. Drama free day across baseball. No, Aaron Judge has already hit yeah. his I mean, there's, 62nd home run. There's, there are no storylines. There are storylines today in baseball, obviously, but there's not the big ones. Yeah. College football fans can rejoice. We can watch yeah. SMU and UCF yeah. in peace tonight. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That'll be fun our at long, the bounce house. Our long national nightmare of, yes. of college football cut-ins are over. Um what do we need to do here? We need to throw out the question of the day. We need to talk about the question of the day. Then we need to get to break. I'm so easily distracted today. I've got the attention span of a fruit fly. Um, all right. Cavanaughcars.com question. What gets your vote as the more historically significant home run? Is it Aaron Judge's 62 or Albert Pujols' 700? Uh, credit where it is due. You know, I usually, like a lot of you, I wake up and, and start looking on social media. Well, I'm not really coherent yet. And this was one of the first posts I saw today on on Twitter. This question was asked by DT Gordo on Twitter. And I was like, you know what? I think we can debate that today. So this question is blatantly stolen from him. Credit where it's due. Now, I will say that a few minutes ago, in fact, I mean, I'm talking three minutes ago, I thought about possibly changing the question because the votes were 100% Albert. I was like, well, I don't want to ask. I don't want to ask a question where there is absolutely zero difference of opinion, but we're starting to see some some votes on judge, so we can we can state our cases. Yeah, over the one of the today. questions I have um, about the judge coverage is: Let's take Aaron Judge out of the Yankees lineup. He has the same season, but he's playing for the Cleveland Guardians. Would it have been nearly as big a deal for him to hit 62 home runs as a Cleveland Guardian than as a New York Yankee? I mean, no. I think it still would have been a big deal among baseball people 
because it yeah. still is it is still the AL record. He still becomes the fourth player to hit 62 or more. But everything has a higher spotlight when it happens in New York. So we would not have seen those cut-ins during college football games and, and things like that. I don't think you would have seen that. We, I don't think we would have seen that with, with any team other than the Yankees. That wouldn't have happened if it was in L.A. That wouldn't have happened if it was in Boston. I think that is very much kind of a, a, a Yankees thing. But, um, yeah. But he I, did, I have a hard he did time finally arguing against that, yeah. yeah. He did finally get there. And, you know, one, one quick note on, on both of these guys. I feel like they both wore this about as well as you could. And what I mean by that is, is both guys wore the pressure about as well as you could. What, no matter what the answer is today, both of these men are in incredibly, incredibly rare company. With Albert being, again, the, the fourth player to get to 700 or more. Judge now the all-time AL leader in home runs and just the fourth player to get to 62 or more in a single season. And it's different than it used to be because there is a significantly higher level of of pressure of spotlight due to social media, uh, due to how things, everything is a a national story now. You can't just go about and do things in your own market and, and worry about your own fans and your own media and whatever else. Everything is a big story. And I feel like both of these guys, um, were able to to handle it as as well as you possibly could. I would imagine, you know, Albert is is just. It seems like this whole season he was just out there living his life. You know, yeah. he's just he's just having fun. He's hanging out with his buddies Yachty and Wayno, and they're doing good. And he's having this late career resurgence, and everything's all fun there. I, I feel like the pressure on Aaron Judge on the flip side was enormous, enormous. Well, in addition to having the best walk year that anybody has ever had. He was carrying the Yankees' offense for large hunks of the season. Yeah. And, you know, the Yankees are one of the two best teams in the league. You know, they got a first-round bye. Uh, While we're talking baseball here, I'll tell you what. We do have the wild card series uh, schedule that's been released, so we'll go oh, ahead. And, we'll go ahead and throw that out there before we go to break because that just came out. And I'm just going to tell you right now, Friday, once we get to the midway point of the show, I'm going to be worthless. And uh, apologies in advance there, but it's just uh, probably just not going to be paying attention because Cardinals and Phillies at Bush Stadium is going to get underway at 107. So, to be honest, we should probably just cancel the second hour of the show on Friday because I'm just not. That's I'm, you're going to get one hour of play-by-play. Apologies, boss. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, that's not going to be the first game of the day, though. I'm actually looking at the slate. Uh, well, I tell you what, let's look at the Cardinals slate first, and then we'll go back and look at everybody else. So the Cardinals game one gets underway in St. Louis at 107 on Friday, October the seventh. It's going to be aired on ABC. Game two on Saturday is uh, going to get underway at 7.37 on ESPN2. And then Sunday, if necessary, Phillies at Cardinals, 7.37. Again, reminder, this year, the you know wild card series are all in the same place. 
the higher seed gets to host throughout. That's the big, big, big advantage. So again, 107 Friday, 737 Saturday, 737 if necessary on Sunday. Of course, all of these games are also going to be on 95.9 The Wolf. So if you don't necessarily love and since A-Rod Michael, and Michael, Michael K. K. and A-Rod yeah. are doing the uh, ESPN ABC broadcast, definitely going to crank up the radio. So you'll be able to hear that there. All right, uh, the additional Friday slate. Actually, the first game that's going to take place is Tampa Bay at Cleveland, and that one gets underway at, uh, at 11.07. So that gets started bright and early there. Uh, the later slate on Friday, Seattle at Toronto a little bit after 4.00. And then uh, the nightcap, San Diego at the Mets at eight oh seven, at seven oh seven, excuse me, three oh seven for Seattle at Toronto. I'm trying to give you both Eastern and Central times, and that's not really <laughs> how not, that works. Not working. Yeah, it's what it's one or the other, not both. Uh, so that's the slate for Friday, and of course we'll talk about this a lot more in detail on Thursday and then on Friday's show as well. But again, Game One, Cardinals, one oh seven Friday, completely worthless for the second hour of the show. Can't wait, <laughs> can't wait. Uh, again, the KavanaughCars.com question today. What's a more historically significant home run? Judge's 62 or Albert's 700? We will dive into this over the course of the day, but uh, I want to come back, talk a little A-State with you, and in fact, start getting to know a little bit about James Madison. Spoiler alert, they're really good, especially on defense. Some of their numbers scare me, and we'll go over it when we come back here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. When I'm governor, we will educate kids, not indoctrinate them with the left's agenda. We will empower parents, not bureaucrats. And we will prepare students for the workforce, not government dependency. I believe every kid growing up in this state should have access to a quality education, a good job, and a better life right here in Arkansas. Sarah Huckabee Sanders will fight back against Biden and the radical left's agenda. Inflation is a pay cut for every Arkansan, and Biden's policies are only making it worse. As governor, I'll begin phasing out the state income tax to give you a pay raise and unleash bold reforms to make Arkansas one of the best places to start and grow a business, creating thousands of new high-paying jobs. Fighting back against the radical left, empowering Arkansans, Sarah Huckabee Sanders for governor. Paid for by Sarah for governor. In football, collisions are an exciting part of the game. In real life, that's a whole other story. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back into the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Call Collision Repair, 935-9482. Some days you just want a good old sandwich. Well, the place for steamed sandwiches is Munchies on Caraway and Nettleton, and it has been for for 47 years. It's where you'll find a hoagie deluxe or a Reuben. Ham and cheese or just about any kind of sandwich imaginable on just about any bread with just about any condiment. And always home for the world famous cheese sticks. And always the place to find Corn Dog 7. A hand battered corn dog and fresh squeezed lemonade. I may call them an order for pickup at 932-5360. Been steaming for 47 years and still going strong. Ah, munchies. 
Save $100 instantly at Plaza Tire Service when you purchase a set of four in stock Mickey Thompson Baja Legend EXP Off-Road Tires. That's instant savings today at Plaza Tire Service. Plus, you can make the purchase easy on your wallet with a Plaza Tire Service credit card or one of our no-credit-needed financing solutions. Now's the time to outfit your truck or SUV with a great set of go-anywhere, do-anything Mickey Thompson Baja Legend EXP Off-Road Tires and save $100 instantly, exclusively at Plaza Tire Service. When you bank at First Security, you're choosing better for yourself and fellow Arkansans. Better service from friendly professionals who really invest in your goals. Better solutions with convenient tools and smart resources. And better support for the things that matter to you, as well as the communities that matter to us all. Because finding your better at First Security makes Arkansas better too. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC. The best time of year for Arkansas hunters is now. And the best hunters start at the Camo Shop. The Camo Shop will outfit you in your pattern and style. Rivers West, banded in Arkansas-based habit. Great quality at a great price at the Camo Shop. And the Camo Shop has a huge selection of youth clothing that has just arrived. Your hunting season starts at the Camo Shop with feed, feeders, and game cameras. And they're now carrying rack attract. Check them out on Facebook for new gear and deals. The Camo Shop at Lawson and Highway 1 South in Jonesboro. The A-State Red Wolves are right back on the home turf at Centennial Bank Stadium Saturday night, welcoming in Sunbelt newcomer James Madison. Kickoff is set for six, and the game is presented by St. Bernard's. It's band day as we welcome more than 500 visiting high school band members. It's also family day, and you can celebrate by taking advantage of special ticket promotions. Call 870-972-2781 or go to astateredwolves.com for more information. Pack the vault with your wolves up as A-State hosts James Madison Saturday at 6 p.m. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. We welcome you back into the Workday Red Zone. This noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Whether you just need a, an extra desk or a couple extra chairs or whether you need to just completely reconfigure your space to make it more workable for you. David Martin Office Interiors is who you need to reach out to. It's 870-972-0180. Again, that is 972-0180. We're asking you today, what gets your vote is the more historically significant home run if it's Aaron Judge's 62 or Albert Pujols' 700? And uh, early on, this this poll question was very, very heavily weighted towards Albert. In fact, it was 100% to 0%. But some of you have started voting for Aaron Judge, so we'll continue to look around at uh, that poll, keep you updated on that, and make the case for both of those over the course of the next couple of hours. I do want to switch topics here for a moment and uh, just start talking a little bit about James Madison and what's going to be ahead for Arkansas State football on Saturday. At this point in time, you have probably noticed that James Madison is pretty good. Um, I, I do feel like going back to the preseason, when we talked about these four num- four newcomers to the league, I, I do feel like I threw out the statement that James Madison will not have significant growing pains. Now, let me also say that I did not expect them to roll into Boone, North Carolina and knock off App State by... You know, I thought they would be able to to come into this league and probably um, hit or exceed their 
preseason over-under, which I think was was seven and a half. But again, I didn't see them, you know, possibly challenging for the Sunbelt East title with App and Coastal and, and some of those other talented teams that are there in the league. But they're 4-0 and right now. And really the only game that has been remotely close was that game at App State, where at one point in time they trailed 28-3, to which is a familiar score for comebacks for other reasons, <laughs> and then went on to score 29 unanswered and, and win that game. Uh, 32 to, to 28. Uh, there are other games, I mean, they just, they pummeled. They pummeled Middle Tennessee in week one. Um, a, a quick number on that one, just because it's it's staggering. In that game, they outgained MTSU 548 to 119. Yikes. 548 to 119. And of course, the final score was just as lopsided. They won 44 to 7. Their second week was an FCS team. They won that handily. They had their bye week really early. That was actually September the 17th. And actually, they have two bye weeks this year because moving up from FCS, they couldn't quite, they couldn't find that 12th game. They had to drop some teams off their schedule. So uh, so they actually just have an 11-week schedule. But um, the next game, you know, again, the comeback win over App State. And then last week, they just easily handled Texas State forced them into a couple of interceptions. One of those was a pick six. Um, they had a blocked punt that I think turned into a safety. So they're one of those teams who has been able to find contributions in, in all three phases of the game. Now, they, again, defensively are statistically good at literally everything. But... <laughs> One thing that makes me nervous about this matchup is that they seem to particularly thrive in, in areas where A-State has struggled. And there's one stat more than any others that just makes me incredibly, incredibly nervous about Arkansas State's ability to put points on the board on Saturday. And that's tackles for loss. Um, JMU is really, really, really good on defense about getting their opponents behind the change chains putting them into some long yardage situations because there is only one team in the country that has recorded more tackles for loss per game than the Dukes on the flip side of that this is an area where Arkansas State has not excelled on offense there's only one one team in the country that has allowed more tackles for loss on offense than the Red Wolves so, again, this is something that the Dukes are very, 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 very good at and something that A-State is not good at. Last week against a ULM team that, to be blunt, is not going to have the talent on defense that JMU does, the Red Wolves allowed 13 tackles for loss. They were consistently, consistently in, in situations that should not have worked out as well as they did. But what happened was Arkansas State, and particularly James Blackman, was incredible on third down in that game. They were able to keep moving the change, chains. I don't know why I keep, why do I keep trying to say change? You're trying to I don't know. change the chains. <laughs> I guess so. Which sounds like Aretha Franklin, but that's another. Chain, that's chain, a, change, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll get it right one of these, <laughs> one of these sentences, maybe. But, uh, but, you know, you look at third down, and again, a-State was able to, 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 to continue to maintain drives last week despite 
being in some tough down and distance situations. But guess what? Since JMU is, again, good at everything, that also means they're good on third down defense. So they only let their opponents convert less than a quarter of their third downs. They rank sixth nationally in third down defense percentage. So you can't tell me that if A-State goes out and allows another 13 tackles for loss, that they're going to be able to convert their third downs at a 60% clip like they did last week against ULM. It's it's not going to happen. So A-State's going to have to tweak what they, what they did on offense. Because last week, the Red Wolves averaged somewhere in the neighborhood of two yards on first down. You're going to have to do better than that this week, and you're going to have to do a lot better. One more note to throw at you is we're about five minutes away from a conversation with A-State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers. Um, James Madison is stupid good at stopping the run. So far this season, the Dukes have allowed 190 yards rushing total. In four games. In four games. Last season, there were only two games where the A-State defense allowed less than, less than that in a, in a game. So again, James Madison, 190 total through four games. A-State last season gave up 190 plus in every single game except two. So, now. Yeah. This A-State team is better offensively, defensively, special teams-wise than the one last year, but just to kind of put that wild number in yeah, perspective. Give, give you a, yeah, give you a focus. Yeah, so uh, so they're good. So again, it's not like this JMU team is unbeatable. There's some other interesting things that we'll, we'll throw at you over the course of the next few days to get to know the Dukes a little bit better, but but they are unbeatable if, if A-State plays the way that they've played in a couple of games this season. They're going to have to have their best performance of the year. I think they're capable of it again because this team continues to get better, but they're going to have to make some big strides. We'll table the football talk for a moment because we are five weeks and one day out from the start of Arkansas State women's basketball, and we need to get a refresher on some of these newcomers to the team. Look at the schedule. So many other topics want to dive into with Coach Destiny Rogers right after this on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. Hello, this is Angie Gallagher at United Country Scenic Rivers Realty. I have some great recreational properties for sale right now in the hills of Randolph, Lawrence, and Sharp Counties. Whether you are looking for 5 acres or 80 acres, we have some great properties available. Some even have owner financing. So don't wait. Call me today at 870-219-5159. And you can also check them out on my website at unitedcountryozarks.com. Good afternoon, I'm Kate Morgan. It's time to take a look at your EAB Noon Farm Market Report. December corn at 686 and a quarter, up three and a quarter. March up three at 693. November soybeans at 1376 and three quarters, down six and three quarters. January down six and a half at 1387. December wheat at 915, up 12. March up 11 at 926 and a half. October cotton at 9614, up 400. December down 490 at 8330. November rice at 1694, down three. January 
down five at 1727. In the livestock complex, October live cattle at 145.03 up 83, December up 63 at 148.13. October feeder cattle at 176.50 up 185, November also up 185 at 177.05. And October lean hogs at 89.63 up 263, December up 205 at 76.48. That's your new farm market report from your EAB Ag Network. Have a great day. Land typically sells for one of three reasons. You want to sell, you need to sell, or you have to sell. If you want to sell, you have time to plan, time to explore options, and think about your next opportunity. When you need to sell, you also have time to plan, but there's less of it. Needing to sell may involve making improvements to your land. If you find yourself in the have to sell category, you still have options. Have to sell requires a strategic approach, but the clock is ticking. Whether you want, need, or have to sell, the best time to talk to Tiller is now. The folks at Tiller Land are ready to help you sell your farm or recreational land no matter what time it is. The time to sell is always up to you. When you decide to sell, we navigate the process, explain your options, and keep you informed every step of the way. It's never too early to have a conversation. We have the time. We'll be your guide. Start at Tillerland.com. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Hey, this is Jordan Kohler, owner here at Roof Raiders, and I want to thank you for voting us best roofing company in the best of NEA contest and Premier Magazines contest. Northeast Arkansas has seen its fair share of bad storms, and with that comes storm chasing companies that don't have your best interests at heart. Roof Raiders is locally owned with fast, reliable service. When the sky is clear, Roof Raiders will still be here, ready to serve your family best. This is our hometown, too. Visit RoofRaiders.com. Roof Raiders, always on top. Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our heads. And when it needs to be repaired, go with the locally owned, five-star rated, and award-winning professionals that cover Northeast Arkansas. I'm talking Roof Raiders. Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection. 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085. Or online at roofraiders.com. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. We welcome you back into the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, and Kate all hanging out with you in the KNEA studio. But now we head to the Ride Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications for our Calmer Solutions A-State update. And we've got Arkansas State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers with us on the phone. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Hey, doing good. What's What's been going on with your team since last Thursday when you were able to start practice? Practice, practice, practice. <laughs> you know, we... Before this, we were only able to go four hours a week, and I can about go four hours in a day now. I'm just so excited to, <laughs> to have this team in official practice, and uh, I know they're like, woo, let's go back to the four hours a week, because uh, we've definitely been in the gym 
Uh, no, but it, it's great. Uh, the girls are working hard. Um, they're they're coming in ready to go, and we're just excited about you know where we're headed. Of course, right now it's just a lot of teaching being done, mm-hmm. uh, but excited about where we're headed. How much of your stuff do you have installed by now? Um, we have our base uh, offenses in that we're going to run the most in right now, and of course our base defense. Um, we're still installing quite a bit. Um, but we wanted to, the things that we really want to be really good at, we've worked a lot on. Um, and then just we'll put in a couple quick hitters and a couple other defenses. But we, per, we feel pretty good about where we're at right now. So those things you want to be really good at, I'm guessing defense and, and what else have you stressed so far in the past week? Well, um, so offensively, we can really score the ball. Um, so we run a read and react offense. So that requires a ton of reps because the players just have to understand how to play off of each other, how to make certain reads. Um, so in order for that to, to happen, they just kind of got to get a feel for it. So we've been working on that for quite some time now, uh, as well as a, a continuous ball screen motion that we run. We're just trying to get really good at those things, as well as trying to get them in the habit of playing fast. Uh, we look to score really quick in transition. And then, of course, if we don't have anything, a, a wide open three or a wide open layup, we try to run a set. Uh, but just trying to get them to understand the pace and uh, practice in that way because we feel like if we can practice at a high-level pace, you know, which is fast, mm-hmm. when we get to the games, hopefully it'll be a little bit easier. What's it like this year having enough players to practice against each other instead of your coaching staff? <laughs> I can't tell you how happy it makes me feel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I don't have to wear out my coaches. My coaches can coach. Um, but, you know, it's just it's fun having a full squad because you can just throw different combinations out there. You can do different things with different groups. Uh, so I'm having a lot of fun. We do a, a breakdown part of our practice called possessions, and so it gives me an opportunity to work with different combinations with the players. So sometimes I have a really athletic group out there. I may have a, a, a group that can really score, a group that's really good defensively. Um, so it's just been fun just kind of playing around with different groups. Any individuals that have stood out? I would imagine, you know, it's probably easier for the returners because mm-hmm. they've been around you and your program <clears throat> long. Yep. Well, I have to say, of course, Lauren Pendleton, you know, she was freshman of the year last year, and she's definitely taking a big step in her game. Uh, but one returner that I'm super proud of is Maylan Wilkerson. Um, she's definitely elevated her game. Uh, she's been running the PG for us, and I'm really – enjoying watching the way that she controls the pace for us, controls the tempo. She gets her gets us in our stuff. Uh, she gets the ball where it needs to go. So really excited about her growth. And then as far as newcomers, of course, Izzy Higginbottom is fun to watch. Uh, she's a hard worker. She's going to come in every single day and give you all she's got. She's got um, so she's just, she's just a dream to coach. You mentioned Wilkerson and Pendleton, of course, who are sophomores this year, but they're two of four freshmen who had to play just a, a ton mm-hmm. of minutes last year along with, with yeah. Upshaw and Ellis. So now that, you know, they're sophomores, they've got those growing pains kind of out of the way. How do expectations change for, for that class this year? Well, I just, for Lauren Pendleton, I told her I expected her to use her voice this year. You know, something as simple as that. You know, last year I couldn't get her to talk, and, and now this year she's using her voice. She's being a leader. She's leading by example. And, uh, you know, like you said, they've gone through those growing pains. Those growing pains. So we just expect them to, you know, not make the same mistakes that we made last year. You know, I'm so happy that they got the experience that they got as freshmen. So now they're ready to go as sophomores. 
got uh, again several newcomers you mentioned Izzy Higginbottom but several others as well how is that kind of meshing going with with everybody oh it's going well you know we got Anna Griffin uh, who is about six foot um, she transferred from the University of Virginia uh, she's a great player uh, she's a skilled four who can you know play like a guard but also take you down to the post and post you up and score uh, we have a six two kid Melody Kapinga who uh, I'm just been, been really impressed with her rebounding and her defense. Um, so super excited to have her. Um, but our, our newcomers, they're, you know, obviously they're learning a lot, the new system, but they come in and they work hard every single day. Um, so I'm just, I'm, I'm really pleased with our, with our newcomers. Yeah, and the Sun Belt, the, the women's post players aren't normally 6'4", 6'5", and taller, but they're athletic and they're broad-shouldered. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like your team stacks up against that style of post player? Um, well, I, I feel confident in my team. So, uh, really, you can, you can stack us up against anybody, and I'm going to be confident in my team. We, we're working a lot uh, defensively. So, you know, we'll be a little undersized in some games, but we're just preaching boxing out, preaching being in right position, preaching help side. Um, and, and just trying to make sure that, you know, it's get, we get as good as we can, you know, into November. But really want to be really, really great at it by January, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, just really focusing on the little things and, you know, telling our post players, hey, we're going to be a little undersized sometimes, but we just got to be physical. We got to use our length and make people shoot on top of us, you know, challenge shots every time and then try to box out and get a rebound. I am assuming that you're you're getting to start practice healthy. You mentioned having a lot of players out there, but of course that was that was such a big storyline from last yeah. year. We we got to ask. Well, we are healthy, um, so uh, for the most part, we do have two out right now. We got Bree Beck uh, out right now with the with a foot injury, um, and then of course Kia Patton is limited right now. Yeah. Um, but she's progressing, and uh, hopefully, you know, she'll be full contact. Uh, probably closer towards the season. Um, but obviously with that ACL injury, we never want to rush. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that, that leg is ready to go. And uh, she's getting a little impatient. She's ready to get out there, <laughs> you know, scrimmage and getting the contact stuff. But, you know, her health is more important to us than anything. So just making sure that we trust the process with that and allow that leg to fully heal. Talking with A-State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers here on the Right Fiber Hotline or a-State Update brought to you by Calmer Solutions. Uh, schedule came out a couple weeks ago. I personally like this schedule. you got some great teams yeah. coming into First National Bank Arena. you got some regional road opponents. You know, how do, how do you size up this schedule and how it's going to get you ready for conference play? You know, when we sat down to talk about the schedule we wanted to put in place, we knew the teams that were coming to our conference. And uh, we just felt like conference was going to be really tough. So we put together a non-conference schedule to get us ready for conference. You know, coming out the gate, going to Louisiana Tech, and then going to UT Martin, that's going to be tough. And uh, I want this team to be battle-tested. I want them to know, you know, if we're going to, you know, be successful in the Sun Belt, then we have to we have to learn how to battle it out and win tough games. And uh, our schedule is definitely tough, um, but we're excited about it. We're excited about the challenge. We're excited, you know, for November 10th to just kind of see where we're at. Uh, but the big thing is we want to take it day by day, focus on the things that we can focus on, and just try to get, you know, 1% better every single day. And uh, we feel confident that, you know, if we can be really good at the things we want to be really good at, then we feel like we have a chance. 
you talked about the conference being different, of course, four new members. All four are going to be on uh, this this 22-23 schedule once you get into conference play. Um, I mean, how do you size up this league now with the four new additions? Well, you know, you think about the teams that were already good already, yeah. you know, and then you add James Madison, Old Dominion, uh, Marshall, and Southern Miss. Those are four really good teams. Um, so I, I just feel like it just made it tougher. Um, and, you know, I think it's anybody's game. I think whoever is the toughest team, because travel is, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's something. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> whoever is the toughest team and is ready to play night in and night out, I really think it's a toss-up. I really do because, you know, every team is good. So for us, it's just going to be, you know, trying to be the best version of ourselves that we can be and uh, just being locked in and being prepared to play. I'm glad you used the word travel is something because I think we called it's it bonkers. Yeah, I, I think we I, called I, I it bonkers here about. in studio, but you can't say that. So we get Yeah, it. I'm gonna be careful about what I say, but it, it's something. Yeah, I can say a lot. I can say quite a bit about traveling the Sun Belt Conference, <laughs> <laughs> and not much of it is complimentary. <laughs> yeah, but you you don't need to say that. I'll, I'll, I got you back, Coach. <laughs> we'll go over the schedule after the phone call so we can comment on it in studio and not and not put Coach Rogers on the spot about it. Uh, but we will ask you this, Coach: uh, What's in store here for your team? What do you What do you got to focus on here in the next five weeks to get your squad ready for that for that November tenth uh, tip off? We got to continue to stress our defense. You know, we want to be really good uh, in the half court defense as well as transition defense. We struggled transition defense last year, so we just want to clean those things up. We want to clean up our boxing out. You know, we don't want to give up too many old boards. Um, but you know, the big thing also is we can score, so we want to be elite at that. Um, so just you know, focusing on pace is a big thing. Focusing on pace and being able to knock down shots and get layups within that pace. And then when we don't get that, being able to control the possession and run our offense smoothly. Um, so, you know, there's no team right now that, that's, that's ready to go right now. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, there's still a lot of learning to go, but I'm excited about where we're at, excited about uh, we're going to scrimmage uh, October 25th, and then we got another scrimmage October 30th. So we're excited about that and just getting ready to roll for that. Well, Coach, we will let you get back to work. Thank you so much for the time today. All right, thank you. I have a good one. Hey, you too. Again, that was Arkansas State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers. Our A-State update brought to you by Calmer Solutions. We take care of technology so you can take care of business. Again, uh, the tip-off for the season, five weeks and one day away. November the 10th at Louisiana Tech. Then uh, An unhospitable place to play. And then uh, hat tip to Hoops, though, because that's going to be a non-work day for us because that's uh, an 11.30 tip-off. So big time, big time appreciation for Coach Rogers on that. Uh, but uh, game two also going to be on the road as they head to UT Martin, and then uh, some good opponents at home. In fact, uh, a four-game non-conference homestand that begins on November November the sixteenth. Hendricks, Utah State, Oklahoma, Kansas City, all going to be rolling into First National Bank Arena. Then uh, three games on the road: McNeese, North Alabama, Arkansas, back to Jonesboro for Grambling State, and then Little Rock at Little Rock on December the eighteenth to wrap up non-conference play. There are as alluded to in that phone call, some interesting road trips uh, coming up this year. Probably none. There's some. There's several that are fine, uh, but going. They're not doing travel partners. This no, year they're in the not. League, are they going to Coastal Carolina on a Thursday and having returned to Jonesboro to play Old Dominion on a Saturday? Is is 
is a little goofy and that's that's thankfully there's only one of those on the schedule where you're just like that's this, one too many this doesn't even make sense but that's that's one yeah. too many I think uh, actually the men have to deal with a little bit of a, you know, even worse travel situation. But again, uh, thankfully that non-conference schedule is, that's it's a great schedule, not just travel-wise, but to get A-State ready for the season. And it should be a fun season. A lot of newcomers, about a million sophomores on this roster. But, <laughs> they, but you know, you've got a lot of sophomores that have played a lot of minutes already. So, um, so even though on paper this is a young team, in reality – it's not. This is an experienced team already. So looking forward to seeing what goes on this year for Coach Rogers and, and A-State women's hoops. But when, uh, when you hear a basketball coach say, we can score, yeah, that means they can score a lot. Yeah. Because coaches usually don't, well, we want to be good on defense and got to block out. They don't play everything. We, we, we've, we've got a couple outside shoot. We can score. Oh, that gets my attention. That means they can really score. Again, thank you to Coach Rogers for joining us. Uh, that interview will be up after today's show, 953theticket.com is where you will be able to find it. Do you need to step away, though? Let's hit pause. We'll come back and uh, wrap up this noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors right after this here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Last night, Yankee outfielder Aaron Judge officially surpassed Roger Maris for the American League single-season home run record. What Judge has done this season is one of the more impressive hitting performances we've seen in a long time. But even with the remarkable season, there's still plenty of controversy surrounding Judge and the single-season record. With a complex history, Major League Baseball's multiple athletes who have had a reasonable argument to be the single-season home run king. Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Roger Maris, Babe Ruth, and I understand that in the world of sports, we love to compare all-time greats. That conversation can get tiresome. And at the end of the day, it comes down to every individual's personal opinion. There are arguments to be made for all sides of the single-season home run record, but what Judge has done this season is unprecedented. So instead of arguing over stats and comparing players in different generations, how about we enjoy it? It was historical, and it doesn't come around very often. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. We all drive and we're going to have to replace our tires. I trust the experts at TireRack.com because for over 40 years, they've been revolutionizing tire buying. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan and tell them what you drive. Try their easy-to-use tire decision guide to find out the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Their extensive collection includes the full lineup of Hankook, Ventus, Optimo, and DynaPro tires. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Energy is something we have less of as we get older, and that's why I take M-Drive supplements for driven guys with clinically tested ingredients for healthy T-levels and the drive to get things done. M-Drive can help you stay motivated and energized. And now you can try M-Drive for only $5. Text DAN to 55000. Claim your offer. M-Drive. Text DAN. 55000. Get your first order. $5. Accomplish more with M-Drive. Message and data. 
This month's deals are Halloween steals at local tire and wheel. And y'all, let's be real. It's spooky. It's downright scary to be driving around on unsafe tires. So treat yourself to a new set of tires from local tire and wheel. Where there are no tricks, just great deals and great service. And this month, $5 gets you started on in-stock passenger tires. So $5 out of pocket today equals four new tires on your ride. Plus, local tire and wheel has six months, same as cash. You get the cash price, but you have six months to pay. And if you need a longer term, local tire and wheel will build a payment plan to fit your budget. Plus, no credit check and everyone approved. And they now offer a SEMA. And this month's deals are Halloween steals at local tire and wheel. $5 gets you started on in-stock passenger tires. Plus, six months, same as cash. Payment plans to fit your budget, no credit check, and everyone approved. Local tire and wheel. 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. Localtireandwheel.com. And on Facebook, search local tire and wheel Jonesboro. When you're celebrating a special occasion, the journey is often just as important as the destination. So arrive in style with the help of Crown Limousine. Weddings, birthday parties, concerts, anniversaries, prom night, or just because. Crown Limousine's premier luxury service will usher you with elegance in their 14-passenger Hummer or one of their 10-passenger Lincolns. Find Crown Limousine on Facebook and at crownlimo1.com or call 215-0077. Reserve your next memory in motion with Crown Limousine. Hey, Jonesboro, say goodbye to slow internet and hello to right fiber by Ritter Communications. Now expanding to neighborhoods throughout Jonesboro. Our superior 100% fiber network offers gig speed so you can go faster online than ever before. And with no contracts, no hidden fees, and no installation fees, there's no reason not to switch to Right Fiber right now. Get internet, TV, and home phone from one high-speed local source, Right Fiber. Call 833-71-RIGHT or visit rightfiber.com. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. All right, home stretch of this noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Uh, just FYI, we are, we are going to stick around. Two-thirds of us are going to stick around, so please don't go anywhere. We're not done-done, but uh, we are about to wrap up our conversation with Keith Marin as he's just here with us for the first hour of the program. But... Uh, he always has very valuable insight on our KavanaughCars.com questions, and I know he's got an opinion today. We're asking you, what gets your vote as a more historically significant homer? Judges 62nd or Albert Pujols 700th? Had tip DT Gordo for the question, but yeah. where, where are you at on this one today, <laughs> Keith? Yes. <laughs> I know. I, here's the deal. I know your answer, but yeah. I'm very much looking forward to your personal explanation. When I was nine years old, I got to see a 42-year-old man hit a baseball. A guy named Stan Musial in 1963, which was his last year. Yeah. And my daddy, who was 29 years old at the time, told me, Look long and hard because you're probably not going to see another 42-year-old hit like this again. It's been a while, but I think I've seen a 42-year-old hit better. The second half of this year, Albert Pujols has looked like 2011 Albert Pujols. A decade of... Southern California and 
plantar fasciitis and injuries and reduced expectation, that's all gone away. Albert's been carrying the Cardinals for about two weeks now, and it wouldn't surprise me in the least to see him do that in the playoffs because it wasn't just let's get the old band back together. Mm -hmm. It was let's get the old band back together and try to win one more. And that's Albert's modus operandi always has been. I want to win one more. Well, you don't have to rely on Albert Pujols, but right now I think that's one of the coolest stories in baseball is that you can rely on Albert Pujols again at the age of 42. So... The second half numbers are are obviously spectacular, and we'll we'll look at those in just a moment. But it kind of snuck up on me that Albert batted two seventy this season, and that is no longer something to downplay. You know, it seems like every couple of years the batting averages drop just a little bit. You know, what an average player is capable of doing drops just just a little bit. It's harder to get a base yeah. hit now than it's ever been in baseball history. So 270, again, the batting average, his highest batting average since 2014. 24 home runs total. His highest home run total since 2016. He's got 68 runs batted in. Um, and then, of course, that's just his entire season. What he's done in the second half, Keith, you mentioned, looks like 2011. Albert Pujols, you could you can make the case that that statistically he's even better than that. <laughs> and in the second half, you know you can you can make the case that statistically, this ranks right up there with one of his MVP seasons. Now, of course, he's not playing as much as he was in those years, obviously, and it is much more strategic and much more matchup based as to what he is going out and, and putting. Um, a lot of these numbers up against, but still, 3.23 in the second half. Slugging 7.15 in the second half. 18 home runs in the second half. Uh, just, again, the, the numbers are, are really absurd. You know who, about the only guy who's had a better OPS than Albert Pujols in the second half? Judge. Yeah. <laughs> The other yeah. part of this question, yeah. you know, and if Aaron Judge weren't a Yankee and he was still setting the American League record for home runs, it'd be a big story wherever he was playing. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it would have been a nationwide story. We definitely would not have had the ESPN look-ins during a college, during college football, football game uh, if it had been as you mentioned earlier, somebody from Cleveland or somebody from Kansas City or or an athletic. Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. Pick a team. Pick any of the other but 14 teams. I'm a Cardinal fan. And when you keep hearing that Albert Pujols is passing Babe freaking Ruth, yeah. then I think that that's the more, I think that's the bigger national story. Good for Judge. I'm glad he got 62. 
and Albert didn't care. The numbers were going to be what the numbers were. But I'm ready for postseason baseball. Can't wait. Friday, 107. Friday, I will be in front of my set with the sound off listening to the wolf. Not to. I wish our lives away because you're going to be back with us tomorrow as well. So looking forward to that. We'll talk a lot more about the playoffs tomorrow as well. But in the meantime, that wraps up hour number one. Thank you, Keith. Thank you, Coach Rogers, for joining us earlier. More to come in hour two. Keep it with us on the Workday Red Zone. This is Will Oswald with your Wednesday Chicken Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plants and Tire Service. Attention members and guests, it's time for Live with the Red Wolves this evening at Lost Pizza Company on Southwest Drive. If you can't make it in person, tune in from 7 to 8 this evening on 107 IK. Find an EAB Red Wolves Sports Network from Learfield presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. In college soccer, Arkansas State's Kayla Thomas named yesterday the Sunbelt Conference Defender of the Week. The New Zealander who transferred from Radford University just over a month ago played the full 90 minutes in the Red Wolves 1-0 shutout win at Georgia Southern on Sunday. Red Wolves look to make it four wins in a row tomorrow when they host Louisiana Lafayette at 3 o'clock. In baseball, Albert Pujols drove in a pair of runs and Juan Yepes drove in the winning run in the 10th as the Cardinals beat the Pirates 8-7. They'll play their regular season finale this evening with the first pitch at 3.05 on 95 the Wolf, and we now know the Cardinals will host the Phillies in the best of three wildcard series in St. Louis beginning on Friday. Four tires in one hour, that's guaranteed to play as a tire service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for Super Tents. And for the last 18 years, I've been telling you that the best tent shop in the Mid-South is Super Tents in Jonesboro. And 18 years later, that statement still rings true. Super Tents is the best. So if your vehicle needs tent, take it to Super Tents. A Super Tents tent job gives you the privacy that you need. It insulates your vehicle, keeping it warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer. And let's be real, every vehicle looks better with tent. And this month, Super Tents is giving $5 Shadrax gift cards away with every new window tent install. And at the end of the month one lucky super tense customer wins free coffee for a month from the shad racks on nettleton so if your vehicle needs tent take it to super tense they've been voted best of the best arkansas's number one tent shop for quality and service occasions magazine's reader's choice award for window tent and so many more call for a free quote 870-933-TENT that's 870-933-TINT check them out at 3212 east nettleton in jonesboro log on to supertents.net or find them on facebook when you search super tense jonesboro what are you looking for in a dentist? Experience, a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393-5330. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. First Financial Mortgage is well known for their commitment to making the home buying process as easy as possible. Here's what Kenneth had to say. My wife and I were met at the door with a big smile and a knowledgeable expert. With many years of experience, we were calmed with Mrs. Tucker's demeanor. First Financial Mortgage did all the work and helped us with any and all questions. The experience was flawless. Call Mary Tucker or Katie Ingram today, 935-7808. First Financial Mortgage, proud supporters of A-State Athletics. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is Senior Corps. 360,000 volunteers age 55 and older driving results through service. 
helping communities recover from devastating disasters. Uh, RSVP plays a valuable role. They're still here helping the unmet needs of the community and the survivors of the devastation. Making sure that those who need assistance can remain in their own homes. If I didn't have a senior companion, I would be really lost. <laughs> Tutoring and mentoring tomorrow's leaders. The advantage of having foster grandparents working with the children one-on-one, -on -one, that's a tremendous benefit. Visit nationalservice.gov or call 1-800-942-2677. This message brought to you by the Corporation for National and Community Service. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 969Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome you back into the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara Ritchie and Cade Carlton hanging out with you today on a, what is this, Wednesday? It is Wednesday. So we're halfway through the week here on The Ticket. And a lot going on. we got a lot to look forward to that we've already touched on today. A-State football against James Madison this weekend. Playoffs starting up this weekend. But want to flash back and ask you about some stuff that's already happened as opposed to What's coming up uh, for our KavanaughCars.com question? I want to get uh, I want to get your take on your vote for the more historically significant home run, Aaron Judge's sixty-two or Albert Pujols' seven hundred. Um, all day since we've asked this, I say all day. This question's been posted for an hour and twenty minutes, but since then uh, it's leaned very heavily towards Albert Pujols, your all, you all's answers have. In fact, it's been right at about 80-20. Um, 80% Albert, 20% Aaron Judge since that question has been has been posted. And, I mean, look, that's the direction I'm leaning in, but I'm also a, a massive Cardinals homer, so I, I am really interested in, in hearing from the other side here in terms of, of the case for Judge's historical significance. Now, there is one thing that he can say kind of that Albert can't and that and it is that he is he is number one. Um, and what I mean for that is that with uh, <laughs> with Aaron Judge, you know, he's at least the all-time leader in the American League. Albert is not the all-time leader and he's fourth on that list but again I still lean Albert I'm just I'm just kind of yeah. grasping at straws a little bit for Aaron Judge I'm not gonna try and make the case that Judge's home run record should be viewed higher than Bonds or Sosa or McGuire who are all people who are ahead of him in terms of um, single season home run years because I get that they were aided in those home run uh, seasons, but 
I can't pretend they didn't happen. I watched them. I watched them on my TV. Yeah, that's why I don't. That's why I never got into the judge thing. Just like it's the seventh most home runs in a season ever. I'm great at the AL record, but sorry, the best home run hitters play in the NL. Go to Zach on the phone. How are you? What's up, Kara? What's up, man? Not much. I'll make a case for Judge to a certain extent. Okay. Because he didn't have to cheat to do it. He did it the, uh, you know, he did it the on the up and up. Mm-hmm. Those other guys were all talented and on right, but they were all. You cut out a little bit, but yeah, but uh, but yeah. To continue your statement, that they were, they all had a little bit of help. Well, I mean, yeah, a little bit. However, I mean, I don't know how many many steroids they did, but they did enough to where they it it did help them. I mean, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and you know, I think Keith's wrong about that. I think that the reason why they're making a big deal about this is because uh, Judge is putting some respect back into the record books. I mean, these have all been tainted records. Ninety-eight with McGuire and Sosa. And then what was it? Was it 03 when, when was it 01 or 03 when Bonds hit 70, uh, 70 something, 73? It was back in 2000 and I got to double check. I don't remember off the top of my head. It was 2001. Okay. So, yeah, Judge, you know, Judge has not been labeled a cheater. He, you know, he did it the, uh, the authentic way without no enhancements. And uh, yeah, I think it's good for baseball. Baseball's like, hey, this puts some respect back in our name for the record books. You know, there's there, there's going to be no asset beside this one. You know, but, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Ladies first. Well, well, you you brought up something that actually kind of makes me want to go on a tangent. So, <laughs> so if you want to finish, your, well, I think one of the reasons you know you you talk about um, Aaron Judge and this being good for baseball and things like this, it. it I've kind of been wondering why baseball was so quick to kind of force this down our throats, you know, cutting into football over the weekend and, and things like that and, and that. hyping this up so much. And and what you just said there kind of gave me clarity on that. And one of the reasons for this is, is because for the past few years, even dating back, you know, right before the pandemic, so many of the storylines around baseball were negative. You had the Astros cheating scandal. Then you had the owners versus the players during the COVID era, um, and it looked like we might not have baseball. You finally get baseball. You can't have anybody go in and watch it. You continue to have other things unfold. You have a lockout that costs you the first week of the season. You have all of this other stuff going on in baseball. You have blackouts. You have other situations, and it just seems like it is constantly negative, 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 negative. There is nothing but positivity about this Aaron Judge story. And I think that is one of the reasons why baseball was so quick to embrace it. Because on in, in theory, it's one of the few things as baseball fans that we can't sit here and, and whine and moan about. But yeah. then they started and you know, cutting so, into football games and we whined and moaned about it anyway. Yeah. Same thing with Pujols. The last guy to enter the 700 club was Barry Bonds. And, and you know, uh, it's, that record's tainted as well. You know, him part of the 700 club. Albert, not the case. You know, uh, but to your question, I'm going to go with Albert. You know, the, that there's there's just there's three guys mm-hmm. aside from Bonds that are in the 700 club. And think about this, guys. How many after that? How many you got on in the 600 club? You got A Rod with 696. Mm-hmm. You got Willie Mays at 660. You've got King Griffey Jr. at 630. Then you got Tommy Jim Tommy at 612, and then Sammy Salsa at 609. Two of those five guys. Or PED users as well. Yeah. And then there's a big gap. You got Frank Robinson, I think, closest with 580-something. 
I mean, no, you've still no. got, you know, I mean, five, 500 is honestly still a big deal, let alone yeah. 600 or, or 700. 500 is still a, an amazing number. Yeah, but 700 just seems seems so unattainable. I don't, I don't see anybody, I don't see Mike Trout doing it. How many Kerr Homers has Mike Trout got right now? Well, you're going to have to give me about five minutes to scroll, so we're going to get back on that one. I can tell you the the active leader right now in, in home runs, um, other than obviously Miguel. Albert, is, yeah, it's it's Miggy. And, of course, he's he's 20 years and 39 days into his yep. Major League Baseball season, so that or his Major League Baseball career, excuse me. Um, so he's not going to be uh, climbing the leaderboard that much more. Nelly Cruz is at 459. Uh, he's not yeah. going to be uh, around that much longer. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton is actually the the next guy on the list after everybody I've named, and he's just at 378, 13 years and some change into his career. And let me ask y'all this. How unattainable was the 61? Like, how many guys in the past have come close? I mean, didn't Giancarlo Stanton, who you just mentioned, he came close a few years ago, right? About three years ago, three or four years ago? He got, like, to what, 59? He got to, yeah. Yeah, that was back in 2017. And then I, for, what, I forgot he got that uh, yeah. that high on. on and then Kara, Ken Griffey Jr. got there close. I think year '97, the year that that, that uh, McGuire joined the Cardinals, and he was still with with the Mariners. I think Ken Griffey got like '56 or '57. So he got there in back to back years, actually. In in '97 wow. and '98, he hit he had 56 home runs in 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 both of those seasons. Right. But I, I think both records are pretty prestigious. Like I said, I, I, I get why they're making a big deal because it, this is good for baseball. It's not a mm-hmm. black eye like it was in the past. Now, I will say this. I don't agree with them cutting into college football on Saturdays. I think you roll it across the bottom of the screen and then, you know, maybe go from there. But don't interrupt college game day. I, I'll say that. I, I have... Or split it, screen. How about that? Yeah. Split screen. I thought they did do split screen, though. Yeah, they did do split screen, screen okay. but they did... they. Did audio from the baseball game. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. I got you. Nice. Well, uh, I'm going to get off here. You said you guys got a big take up there? Yeah. Yeah, we do, actually. Well, just remember, Mark can't, Mark's a diabetic freeloader, so he can't have none. He's, unless it's sugar-free. So, anyways. Okay. See you guys. We'll see you. I really thought that was one person maybe we could count on to take this cake off our hands. Yeah, it'll be here for a little bit. It is going to be. I, look, I'm that, full disclosure, I'm going to have a slice after lunch today. I probably will, too. Slowly but surely, through our powers combined, <laughs> we can make our way through this monstrosity of a chocolate cake. It's not like we're the only two people who work here. We'll get some help. Yeah. yeah. We'll either get some help willingly or we'll just start cutting it up into slices and leaving it <laughs> on people's desk. Those are our options. Cabinetcars.com uh, question today, not about cake. It's about baseball. Again, we're asking you, what gets your vote is the more historically significant homer? Judges 62 or Pujols 700. Again, I kind of, I don't know why it took that long for it to click in my head as to why Major League Baseball was just so quick to put Aaron Judge's home run everywhere. It's because even if you didn't necessarily enjoy Major League Baseball cutting into college football, you know, as, as baseball fans, everybody could agree that somebody chasing that number is cool. Everybody can agree that what Aaron Judge is doing is pretty awesome. And that's been one of the few things baseball fans can unite on in the last decade. There's been a lot of missteps by Major League Baseball. One of the things that I, pretty much the only thing I didn't like about Albert's 700th home run, is on Apple TV. 
where you had a lot of longtime fans that, that were not able to really access that because baseball is a little bit of an older fan base. And sometimes, I don't want to throw, I don't want to group together everybody, but sometimes older generations are less technological savvy. So, again, with, with Judge, it's positive, positive, more positive. Now, not everybody liked the cut-ins to Judge's home run chase. And uh, at one point in time, they cut into multiple times Tulane. And who is Tulane playing? And they Lake kept cutting into that game. Okay. Cut into Hulane and Tulane in Houston um, several times during this stretch. And Tulane has finally found a way to have the last laugh. Kate, you were showing me a video earlier. Can you just <laughs> describe what Tulane put out earlier from their football? Yeah, account? so they put out on their Twitter account a few minutes ago, uniform reveal, but Aaron Judge hit his 62nd homer. I guess we'll try again tomorrow. And it's like a, they're like panning up from the feet and they get about to like the, I guess the knees of uh, mm-hmm. whatever player is doing the uniform reveal and then it breaks in with the 62nd home run. <laughs> so I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> I thought that was pretty clever on Tulane's part. Uh, yes. I really like that. I, I think uh, I'll, I'll do a, a hat tip there as well. That's uh, that's pretty good stuff. Uh, let's go ahead and step aside for a break. This is a good time for one. Our phone lines will be open during the break, 9303776 on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Quickly, though, I will tell you, Right Fiber is an internet provider that is different in all the right ways. No contracts, no hidden fees. And you get unlimited data. You can check and see if it's available for your area at rightfiber.com. We will be right back after this break here on the Workday Red Zone. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. At Mr. T's, they know football games start way before kickoff. And that's why Mr. T's is your tailgate party headquarters this football season. Get 30 packs of Bud, Bud Light, Coors Light, and Miller Light for just $20.95. And Bush and Bush Light 30 packs are just $19.69. Plus, Mr. T's has the largest selection of beers and wines from around the world, all at the best prices. So make the game-winning drive across those Kahlua-colored waters to Mr. T's at Riverside or Mr. T's Express in the Curve at Red Onion. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. A-State football and the Social Jonesboro are the perfect winning combination for game day. The Social has an amazing, delicious, fantastic, and tasty menu that goes perfect for pre- or post-game. Plus, the official Red Wolves away game watch party takes place at the Social. What we're saying is, it does not get any better than the Social on Red Wolves game day. The name says it all. Get social at The Social and get ready to howl with fellow A-State Red Wolves fans on every game day. The Social at Greensboro Village in Jonesboro. Braxton Birdside now. Takes the deep center and is gone. Her 25th of the season. Hey, it's Braxton Burnside. I grew up playing softball right here in Northeast Arkansas and now I'm so excited to work with the next generation of our local players through the XPT Training Center. My sister Heather and I opened this indoor facility to offer hitting lessons in our batting cages and fielding lessons on our full-size turf infield. And our facility is available for local teams to practice in year-round. For more information, call 870-897-3087 or visit XPT on Facebook. Follow me on a new healthcare journey full of possibilities. Experience world-class care delivered by friends, family, and neighbors right here in your community. Bringing industry-leading technology to you, not the other way around. Your health record, your appointment scheduling, and your medications all in one place. And your lab results delivered the instant they're recorded. Do we look at healthcare differently? 
Absolutely. Experience the difference and you will too. NEA Baptist, healthcare for the next century. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragold and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whatever the project. Gazaway Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood. Grilling season is here, and Gazaway Ace is your outdoor cooking headquarters with name brands like Traeger, Weber, The Big Green Egg, and Blackstone. Get free assembly and free delivery now at Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragold. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go, Gazaway. Farmers and Merchants Bank announces the lobby of our new branch in Jonesboro is now open. The drive through is an MVP center with live video tellers 7 to 7 weekdays and 9 till noon on Saturdays. So in addition to our beautiful bank on Highland, you can also visit our new branch at the corner of Southwest Drive and Parker. More MVPs, more ATMs, more me banking at Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC. It's week six in high school football, and we've crossed the halfway point of the regular season on the EAB Sports Network. This Friday night, the Jonesboro Hurricane will hit the road to Northwest Arkansas to take on Northside on the Ticket Radio Network, while Valley View will be at home to take on Wynn on News Talk 102.1 FM. Nettleton will also be at home as they take on Paragould on 101.3 Bob FM, while the Brooklyn Bearcats will be on the road in Batesville to take on Southside on 101.7 KISS FM. Pre-game coverage begins at 6.30 all games kicking off at 7 o'clock. And after the games are over, tune into the Ticket Radio Network where you can get all the scores and hear from coaches and broadcasters across Northeast Arkansas during the Friday Night Lights scoreboard show presented by Cavanaugh Auto Group. High school football coverage on the EAB Sports Network is presented by First National Bank, NEA Baptist, Domino's Pizza, and Jonesboro Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. There's nothing like Northeast Arkansas high school football, and we've got it all covered on Friday Night on the EAB Sports Network. Work. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and KB the 9303776 is the number on the right fiber hotline. Thank you again to A-State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers, who joined us in Hour 1. It is it is about that time, of course. A-State women's basketball and men's basketball have both been practicing. And uh, just now you get to look forward to all the fun things um, in the lead-up of the season. One of those things for, for the men's team that I enjoy every single year is boots and ballers. And if you've been to this event before, you're I can already tell you're going this year because it's an absolute blast. Uh, you get to see uh, this this team and these coaches just kind of have fun, have a relaxed night. Uh, there's also a great silent auction. Of course, they feed you. Uh, they uh, they wine and dine you a little bit, and, and it's just a great, great event. You can find out all the info about it and get your tickets through the Red Wolves Foundation, but you also have a chance to win some tickets to Boots and Ballers. When you head to 953theticket.com, you're going to see a slide right there on the front page. That says boots and ballers on it. Enter to win. And what you're registering for is two tickets, an autographed basketball, and four men's basketball season tickets. This contest is up and running. It's going to be up and running until October the 16th. And it's really easy to enter. Again, you go to the website. You'll click on the page. You enter your email. Yeah, that's it. You don't have to, nothing crazy. It's free. 
I don't know why you wouldn't want to do it. It's again, this event is a blast. And uh, more info, all the info you need at 953thetickets.com. You're also, I mean, you're going to be heading there later, anyways, when you go back and, and re listen to Coach Rogers' interview. So why would you not just go ahead and enter while you are there? Uh, coming up tomorrow, I want to go ahead and, and let you know that I think uh, we're going to be talking with Shane Metlin, who covers James Madison for the Daily News Record, which is out of the uh, Shenandoah Valley there in, in Virginia. So he's going to get us all up to speed on the James Madison Dukes and how they've been able to make what looks like such a seamless transition there in uh, in FBS football. So we'll get all the info there. Also, I lied to you earlier. You said we are going to try and throw some, some audio at you from A-State head football coach Butch Jones. Uh, big lie. We'll do that tomorrow. I lie to you guys all the time. Sorry <laughs> about it. I, I try. I try. But sometimes I'm just, uh, as we are all aware, I'm not good with time management. We don't always necessarily get to work in the things that, uh, that we'd like to. But uh, that will be coming up tomorrow again. We'll be JMU heavy over the course of the next couple of days. In the meantime, though, I uh, want to switch gears and talk a little bit of Cardinal baseball with you all because uh, today is is it, at least in terms of the regular season, not just for the Cardinals, of course, for all teams around baseball. As everybody is actually about to get started. Uh, within the next two hours, everybody will be playing. Already a game underway today. And again, it's it's really cool in theory, and it has been cool in previous years to have every single team start at roughly the same time. On the final day of the season, it just worked out this year that there is, there's no drama left whatsoever in the regular season. Uh, everybody has already, everybody who's going to the playoffs has clinched their spot. That actually happened before yesterday. But now, as of today, everybody also knows exactly what spot they are going to get. So it's kind of weird that baseball expands the playoffs to have more drama and Today, there's no drama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we also saw Aaron Judge already hit 62. Uh, Albert hit 700 a couple weeks ago or over a week ago. So so the big, huge national storylines are not in place either, to the best of my knowledge. I, did, uh, I forgot to check in on Triple Crown Watch today, but I don't think that is possible uh, for Judge. So e- even that ship has sailed as uh, over the past couple of of days you know he hasn't gotten quite as many hits and uh, fell down the leaderboard there a little bit in terms of batting average so since that's not going to be in play he's he's not playing today so basically uh the storylines coming up tonight around major league baseball are just 12 teams trying to figure out how to field teams and get absolutely zero people hurt (laughs) and then do not let anybody important have even as much as a single at bat uh, for what uh, you're going to be getting into next week and in the week after that. You know, the Cardinals absolutely definitely almost had an oblique moment last night uh, because you had a situation where Ryan Helsley had to be pulled from the game. Of course, he's done such a phenomenal, phenomenal job in the closer role this year uh, after he was moved into it. And, and the Cardinals are going to need him a lot to have any kind of a deep postseason run. Uh, the good news there is that it was it was almost completely precautionary for Helsley. He does have a little bit of a a jam um, in his right middle finger. So he was trying to catch a line drive and, and used his hands to brace himself while he was dodging a piece of a broken bat. But he does expect to be ready to pitch Friday. And um, it is, again, it's just a very slight, slight uh, jam there. So... 
again, that was definitely a hold-your-breath type of moment that unfolded last night for the Cardinals, but but all good. Uh, the Cardinals have started making some roster moves ahead of the playoffs. Uh, today, Matthew Libertor is going to be starting the regular season finale. Also, uh, a good note here, but Jordan Hicks is going to be activated as well. So what it does mean, though, is that whoever they option, which it looks like that those uh, reports are out, by the way, Dakota Hudson and JoJo Romero, are going to be ineligible to be added to any roster for the next 15 days. So it rules those guys out for a couple rounds of playoffs. But Hicks, Liberator, on the active roster for today. Uh, in hour one of the program, we saw the full wild card round schedule come out. But just to reiterate on those times for St. Louis, game one is Friday at 107. So again, Friday, 48 hours from now, there will be Cardinal playoff baseball underway. Cade will be running the show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 100% on Friday. I'm just going to turn over the second hour to him and watch a little baseball. That's not going to be the case, but uh, if you you hear random yells in the second hour of the program, just you'll you'll know in advance what I'm watching. Uh, Game two is going to be Saturday. At 7 at 37, and of course, game three, if necessary, is going to be Sunday at 637. And of course, that's TBD. Actually, they have a couple different time windows here for that game three, but uh, it just depends on how the rest of the playoffs unfold. And while these are going to be nationally broadcast games, you'll be able to see all of them on the ESPN umbrella which includes abc espn espn2 of course you'll also be able to keep tabs on all of those on 95.9 the wolf i don't know if i'm quite ready to trade jim edmonds isms for alex rodriguez isms (laughs) but uh that's what we're gonna be doing this weekend so we will see we'll see how that how that goes um, other news and notes, you know, Nolan Arenado was held out of the lineup yesterday for completely precautionary reasons, but he's back in the lineup today, expected to get a couple of, of ABs. So they're going to put everybody out there for like an at bat, and then that's going to be, that's going to be it. And then pull everybody, make sure everybody is healthy, make sure everybody is safe. They should do something just weird today. Like name Andrew Kisner, the starting pitcher. That's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. It, nothing nothing matters today. Literally nothing matters today. It's, uh, it is, I don't want to say necessarily it's a letdown because we've had, we've had some, we've been blessed with some really great storylines, you know, this baseball season. We got to watch a man get 700 home runs this season. We got to watch a player get to 62 home runs in a season this season. Uh, we got to watch a, AL Triple Crown chase that went down to the last week of the season. We got to watch an NL Triple Crown race that was at least relevant into September. In terms of really fun years to follow baseball, this is this has been a good one. Um, obviously, we're, we're Cardinal heavy, NL Central heavy in terms of our coverage. But you look, for example, at at what's going on nationally and some of the other huge storylines. I mean, the Mariners getting back into the postseason for the first time in forever and forever and forever and forever. 
Uh, the Braves, of course, being able to come back and clinch the NL East title after that division looked like it was firmly in the Mets' control for a long time. We saw some huge blockbuster trades this year at the at the deadline. I mean, really, this is just, uh, it, it's been a year f- full of truly incredible stories in Major League Baseball. And I guess until I've really kind of sat down right now and started naming them, I guess I didn't realize just how many awesome things baseball has given us this year. Again, because I do feel like, and I'm part of this, that so many of my conversations about baseball lately have been so negative. I guess I'm, I'm not talking necessarily to you or, or at you, but I know I, this year, need to kind of step back here and be a little bit more appreciative of just how much cool stuff we've got to see this year. Yeah. No matter who you're a fan of. Uh, it's been really neat. It's been really fun to watch some young players get more buzz, like uh, like J-Rod in Seattle, O'Neill Cruz in Pittsburgh, certainly far from, from the only one. And then, of course, the Cardinal stories are about not just 700, but about two legends getting ready to walk off into the sunset together. Hopefully, not until they get several more wins, but it's been a pretty cool year. So thank you, Major League Baseball, for that. I'm going to take a break before I get all in my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> we've still got a lot to talk about, though, and we've still got some phone lines open. 930-3776, the number to call. Shout out us during the break. We'll be right back after this on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Attention members and guests. Live with the Red Wolves presented by Greenway Equipment returns Wednesday night from 7 to 8 at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Join head football coach Butch Jones along with the special player guest and listen along on 107.9 K-Fine. Plus, audience members can win prizes from textbook brokers. It's all at Lost Pizza Wednesday night at 7 during Live with the Red Wolves presented by Greenway Equipment and sponsored by Crown Limousine. David Martin Office Interiors, Vision Care Center, Farmers and Merchants Bank, and Blue Cross Blue Shield agent Woody Harrelson. So if you're ready to lose some weight and you're tired of choking down bars and shakes or trying to starve yourself or going from fad diet to fad diet, it's time for you to check out the all-new Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. Y'all, Elite Total Health is working for so many, and so far they've helped patients lose over 2,600 pounds and counting. At Elite Total Health, your weight loss journey will be medically assisted and supervised by a team that's going to customize a plan to fit you and your goals. They have multiple weight loss medication options, including Phentermine. So there's no longer a need to drive hours away to get the medicine that can help you lose weight. So most current patients have lost double digits in their first 30 days, with many losing as much as 15, 16, or 17 pounds in only 30 days. You can schedule your weight loss consultation today with Elite Total Health. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6 and 8 until 1 on Saturday. Call 870-206-8250. Go see him at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. And find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. You've been told banks with branches don't have the digital capabilities you need. But why not have the best of both worlds? At First National Bank, we have all the online banking tools you could ever need. Plus, if you need something, we have real people in real places near you. Digital, with branches and real people. We know you can't be everywhere at once, but we can be anywhere you are. Check it, snap it, track it, pay it, move it, and ask it anywhere. First National Bank, putting you first, always. 
Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group Jonesboro has a state-of-the-art facility and is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has openings for a qualified production engineer, quality engineer, press operator, cost accountant, and accounts receivable specialist. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. Apply today. That's colsongroupusa.com. Vora's Kitchen and Bath, 5412 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro, Northeast Arkansas's premier kitchen and bath contractor. Let Vora's Kitchen and Bath bring our skill, passion, and love of design to your new or existing home. Dedicated to your complete satisfaction, Vora's Kitchen and Bath will turn your dream design into reality. The latest trends, designs, and over 70 years of experience. Visit us at Vora'sKitchenandBath.com or call us at 268-0665 to schedule a free estimate with Gerald or Michael. Vora's Kitchen and Bath, your kitchen, your bath, our passion. Hey everybody, it's Matt Stoltz. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and I'm proud to have teamed up with the American Cancer Society for their Real Men Wear Pink campaign. Now through the end of October, I'm raising money that will help save lives and fund groundbreaking breast cancer research, prevention, treatment, and crucial patient care programs. And it's easy to help. Just go to 953theticket.com or any of the Ticket Radio Network social media pages. Click on the link and you can donate to the American Cancer Society's Real Men Wear Pink campaign. I'm also giving you an opportunity to win any number of great prizes, including a free limo for a night on the town, compliments of Crown Limousine, or a free pizza party from Lost Pizza. And it's all in the name of breast cancer research and awareness. Go to 953theticket.com or any of the Ticket Radio Network's social media pages. Click on the link and donate today to help me raise money for the American Cancer Society and Real Men Wear Pink. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Cade with you. 9303776. That's the number on the Right Fiber Hotline. Today's question. We get your vote as the more historically significant home run. Are you going with the one that Aaron Judge hit, number 62, or are you going with Albert Pujols home run number 700? I can make the case for both. I have a very biased vote, so I'm not necessarily going to state the obvious in my case, but we will check the poll here. And again, it's it stayed steady almost the entire day, 80% of you answering Pujols, 20% of you answering judge so again that that kind of stays pretty steady the question though is brought to you by cabinetcars.com a place where not only can you pick out your perfect ride but you do all of the other things that you need to do before you get to drive away in it uh so they've got the full inventory there and it's every single vehicle under the Kavanaugh umbrella so it's on the Kavanaugh Kia lot and the Kavanaugh Hyundai lot and the Kavanaugh Ford lot it's all right there at one stop so you don't have to go around driving your gas, since, uh, wasting your gas since that's uh, creeping back up again. But then once you find your perfect vehicle, you can go ahead and get pre-approved and find out what your trade-in is worth and calculate your payment. So again, it'd be really nice if when you buy a car, all you have to do is pick it out. But uh, there's a little bit more that goes into it. But uh, the great thing is they can all do it at KavanaughCars.com. Looking around at uh, what's going on nationally. 
We got college football on tap tonight, which I guess is is nice since, as we've stated multiple times, most of these baseball games, there's there's nothing necessarily important going on tonight, Major League Baseball-wise, other than the fact that it's, it's 162. So I say nothing important. For a lot of fan bases, in fact, for 18 fan bases, this is going to be the last time you get to see your team. Yeah. Uh, in, in 2022. So it is an important night. Uh, it, and and uh, so apologies for, for overlooking that storyline that's going on. But uh, but with all the games starting up at 3 o'clock, of course, if you need something to watch tonight, we're going to have a little bit of college football. So I'm excited to sit down and uh, going to turn on some ESPN2 tonight. And, and probably, assuming it's competitive, watch a good deal of SMU and UCF. Because why would you not watch a worthless AAC game on a Wednesday for no reason whatsoever? I say worthless. You know, UCF is is three and one. Um, I guess I don't want to say necessarily the AAC has been a little bit of a disappointment this year, but really, there's not been like in previous years that group of five team that was getting all of the preseason buzz. And then has maintained that buzz. Now there's still two undefeated group of five teams. They're both in the Sun Belt. One of them is going to be in Jonesboro on Saturday. But, you know, you flash back to last year. And it was from the beginning of the season to the end, it was Cincinnati. There have been other years where from the beginning of the season to the end, the focus has been on one team. And so you have that kind of monstrous group of five team that maybe can threaten to get into the playoffs. And this year, I don't, I don't know who the group of five rep would clearly be so it's not that there's not great teams in the group of five it just it seems like in years past there's been that one clear team even even right at the beginning of the season that you feel like is going to have some real sustained success this year it's been you know a little bit of a surprise maybe with coastal but particularly with with james madison um i do like to you know i know everybody feels differently on this but I do like to keep up a little bit with the former A-State guys. You know, so watching UCF, it's kind of two birds, one stone. Gus Malzahn and Terry Mahodger, <laughs> both uh, both there. But, of course, uh, and, this— And you have John Ross Plumley. Yeah. You know, I don't know if everybody knows this or not, but he plays piano. They only said that about 18 <laughs> times every broadcast of the 2019 Ole Miss season. Uh, <laughs> does he play piano? He does play piano. Just piano? Yeah. Okay. I mean that's that's all I had to talk about that year because Ole Miss was so bad, the most boring five and seven team in the history of football. Uh, this one was supposed to be played on October the first, but due to Hurricane Ian, they they moved it around a couple times, and now since both SMU and UCF were scheduled to have a bye week this week, they it, it landed on Wednesday. So this one is going to be going on at the Bounce House, so they do get to have it there in Orlando, and UCF is favored by two and a half points tonight. So. Uh, next week starts Sunbelt Funbelt midweek action, but this week we get AAC action. I think uh, this week, next week, and the week after that, we've got three straight weeks of football on Wednesday, and then after that we'll start getting into some football on Thursdays as well, but uh, I'll, I'll take it. You know, I'm grateful for a little midweek football action, especially now that we are getting closer to the end of the baseball season, so Still going to have something on TV, and then, of course, in no time at all, it'll be it'll be NBA season as well. So it's just going to be sports world going to be the gift that keeps on giving during the month of October. Uh, elsewhere in football news, as switching gears and, and looking at the NFL, we talked briefly yesterday about 
Bobby Wagner's tackle on Monday Night Football. Of course, Bobby Wagner is a ringer. And you had that situation there in Santa Clara where you had the idiot on the field that, shockingly enough, was not a gender reveal. He was out there protesting something, and he had a pink smoke bomb. And, of course, they were trying to disrupt the action on the field, and, and they did. But the guy that got on the field, again, was just, I mean, leveled. Leveled by Bobby Wagner. Why in the world you would ever put yourself in a position to be tackled by a professional football player? I don't know. That is beyond me. But now that idiot has filed a police report (laughs) over the incident. The man went to the Santa Clara Police Department on Tuesday and filed the report... And a representative for whatever organization he was out there protesting for said that the report stems from a, quote, blatant assault by two Rams players. I hope this gets tossed immediately. Yeah, I do too. That's what you get for running on the field. This was a clear fudge around and find out situation. And he found out. And once you find out, you can't go crying. You just got to suck it up. And probably, in his case, go get some ice packs. Because that, I, I have no, look, I have no doubt that it hurts. <laughs> I have no doubt that it was highly uncomfortable to be tackled by Bobby Wagner. But, I mean, these, Spain gets what they deserve. It's not like it's questionable as to whether or not it's okay to uh, jump onto the field of play in any type of sporting event that's clearly a no-no and is a no-no at every level, including for those of you high school football fans who from time to time would like to go have a word with the officials on the field. You can't do that either. These are just big no-nos. Just be glad that you don't run the risk of getting tackled by Bobby Wagner when you do that. Uh, By the way, uh, his comments, he said something along the lines that he was just Jumping in to help security for safety reasons. Quote, you don't know what that fan got or what they're doing, end quote. Which is perfectly fair. So, anyways, don't do not do that. Be a fan in the stands. Not a fan on the field. And if you do decide to be a fan on the field, don't go crying about it. <laughs> nothing, uh, right. nothing good is going to happen there. Uh, another quick phone call here on the Right Fiber Hotline before we take our last break of the day. By the way, Lane Kiffin's dog knows an NIL deal. That just came out. <laughs> I'm a little speechless on that, so let's go to the phones and check in with Mark. How are you? Good. How are you doing, Kara? How you doing? Hey, good. Just a quick, just a quick question, John. I've listened to some of those statues. Uh, earlier about Arkansas State having 13 uh, tackles for loss uh-huh. and that's past the game. Okay. My question is, how young is their offensive line? It's, I mean, it's pretty young. You've got, uh, with the exception of Jordan Rhodes, you've got multiple guys that are playing their first year of collegiate football. So at left tackle, you know, McKeelan Thomas is a redshirt freshman. He played in four games last year, and then so far, you know, he started all five this year. 
At left guard, you've got Makai Butler. And he's a little bit more experienced, but he went the JUCO route. So this is actually his first year of FBS football. Um, Ethan Miner at center is, is I can't remember. He, he's, I can't remember if he's a redshirt freshman or, excuse me, redshirt sophomore or COVID sophomore or whatever. But I think he's in his third year. So he's played a little bit. At, on the right side, you've got Jordan Rhodes, who has played a lot, a lot, a lot. He is big time the elder statesman. But then at right tackle, due to Robert Holmes' injury, uh, you got a redshirt freshman over there. Um, so it's just been, you, you got a lot of experience with Jordan Rhodes, you got a little bit of experience with Ethan Miner, and you got not very much experience at all with the other three guys. Okay, well, I'm, I'm not making that excuse while, while they're getting so many tackles for loss. I'm not making, you know, I'm just, I was wondering, and, you know, as far as the rest of the slow, let's just say Jake Madison. Uh, are they a young team as well? No, no, they're not. And that's one of the things that they, they have going for them that's actually helped them to make the transition is they've got uh let me double check on they've got 20 players on their roster who have already graduated so of course you know COVID added in that extra year of eligibility so I don't know if they'd necessarily be classified as juniors or seniors or COVID seniors or graduate seniors or whatever but again 20 players who have been in college long enough to get their diploma already okay and uh is if I'm not mistaken, Jarius Hominick, I guess that's how you pronounce his last name, doesn't he play for uh, St. Madison? He sure does. That's where he transferred to in the off season. Now, is he a, a big part in their secondary? I, I don't know. Um, Statistically-wise, no, uh, because he's only recorded – he has not recorded very many tackles this year, but – also, don't know. There could be other reasons for that. You know, are they? Do they have uh, linebackers in a fit, in a defensive line that is that is constantly stopping people? So their secondary is not recording that many tackles in general. Um, has he played so well at corner that other teams aren't testing him, so he doesn't get that those opportunities? Or is he just not a part of the picture? And again, I haven't sat down and watched him, so I, I apologize that I don't know that answer, Mark. No, no, that's that's fine. I was just wondering. I didn't know if you delved into it too much uh, already, or check that out. But I know y'all need to get a break. So thanks for taking my call. Hey, thanks for the phone call. Thanks for listening, Mark. We'll see you. I'm going to double check. I do have uh, the notes here. So let me double check on Romanic's statistics this year. Four games played. Not sure if he has started any of those or not. Uh, one. One tackle so far this year and one fumble recovery for Romanic. So again, I don't know. Does that mean, you know, he's only got that number because he's not out on the field? Or does that mean that this is a, a defense that is constantly led by their linebackers and by their, their defensive line? And I think maybe it could be a little bit of both. Because typically, you know... <laughs> Typically, you don't want your stat leaders to be who A-State stat leaders have been the past couple years. Last year, A-State's leading tackler was a safety. You don't want that. You don't yeah. want that. You want that guy to be a linebacker more often than not. Uh, and this is a very, very good defense. So their key pieces there are, you know, their linebackers, their defensive ends, their D-line. But, uh, but I tell you what, we've got another couple days here that we'll be talking about the Duke. So we'll dive more a little bit into that. Um, over the course of, of the next few days. But we're going to go ahead and step aside, take our last break of the day. We'll be right back after this on the Workday Red Zone. 
Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. The third annual Pink Warrior 5K Race and Walk will be held Saturday, October 22nd. A survivor parade will be held at 8.30 a.m. with the race officially starting at 9 a.m. at the St. Bernard's Health and Wellness Center. Registration for the race is $30 with each participant receiving a shirt, goodie bag, and bib. The event will feature sponsored tents and booths, water stops, entertainment, a photo booth, survivor tent, and more. Individual registrations are available or friends, colleagues, and families can join together and create a Pink Warrior team. All proceeds from Pink Warrior events support breast health services to individuals across the region. 70% of the proceeds support breast cancer programs at St. Bernard's, while 30% of the proceeds are distributed as grants to breast health programs across Northeast Arkansas. The third annual Pink Warrior 5K Race and Walk is Saturday, October 22nd. Be a warrior for those you love and register today at Go GoPinkWarrior.com. That's GoPinkWarrior.com. Hey, y'all, this is Matthew Cox with Cox Implement, your home for Bad Boy Ferris, Altos, and Xmark, four proven industry leaders in the zero-turn mowers. Check out our dependable, hardworking, up-for-any-job-you-need-to-tackle tractor lines from Massey Ferguson Bad Boy. From Echo Power Tools to premium implements from Woods and Bad Boy and locally-made MEB trailers, Cox Implement has you covered from top to bottom with three locations to better serve you in Hoxie, Highland, and Jonesboro. Cox Implement, equipment you can count on, people you can trust. NEA Golf Cars reminds you the next spring will be here before you know it. And when it arrives, make sure you're making your way around the course in a sweet ride from NEA Golf Cars. And you can book yours now by calling 236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars is home to all the top brands, including the industry-leading Onward by Club Car, plus a large selection of used carts and all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its very best. Visit NEAGolfCars.com or call 870-236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best of the best six years in a row. Don't let your credit stop you from getting your next vehicle. Drive your deal to the max at the dealer financing you, AutoMax of Jonesboro. Hi folks, Craig Stone here. If you need to upgrade your ride, don't worry about your past. Come to AutoMax. At AutoMax, we have financing to fit your budget with affordable monthly payments and low down payments. Whether you've had previous bankruptcies, repossessions, or even foreclosure, AutoMax has financing for you. So when the other guys tell you no, turn into AutoMax, where it is our goal to get everyone approved. And at AutoMax, you can buy with peace of mind in knowing that every vehicle sold in-house comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile powertrain warranty. And as always, AutoMax is giving top dollar for trades, running or not. So push them, pull them, just bring your clunker to AutoMax and drive away in style. So what are you waiting for? Stop by AutoMax today at 3612 Stadium Boulevard. Give us a call at 870-934-9200 or speed up your approval by applying online at AutoMaxJonesboro.com. And hey, we buy cars too, even if you don't buy ours. So if you're looking to buy new, give us a chance to buy yours and ensure you get the most out of your trading. AutoMax, financing you. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. When I'm governor, we will educate kids, not indoctrinate them with the left's agenda. We will empower parents, not bureaucrats. And we will prepare students for the workforce, not government dependency. I believe every kid growing up in this state should have access to a quality education, a good job, and a better life right here in Arkansas. 
Sarah Huckabee Sanders will fight back against Biden and the radical left's agenda. Inflation is a pay cut for every Arkansan, and Biden's policies are only making it worse. As governor, I'll begin phasing out the state income tax to give you a pay raise and unleash bold reforms to make Arkansas one of the best places to start and grow a business, creating thousands of new high-paying jobs. Fighting back against the radical left, empowering Arkansans, Sarah Huckabee Sanders for governor. Paid for by Sarah for governor. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's the home stretch. Kara and Kate here with you for another segment. Uh, time for another call or two. Let's head to the Right Fiber Hotline, check in with Miss Lisa. How are you today? I'm good. I'm out of breath. I've been helping Jesse out there in the shop, and I'm filthy. But anyway, I've been able to call y'all all week and ask y'all what y'all both of you's opinion. Okay, last Saturday, I don't know if you've read it or heard about it. I thought it was funny in a way, but the more I've thought about it, I don't think it's so funny. But right before going, no, going to the, at, at halftime, you know how they will, whoever it is, maybe a man, maybe a woman, most cases it's a woman, and they will pull the coach aside mm-hmm. um, to ask them, what their team, you know, the, the questions yeah. we hear. They're stupid. And I don't know if that person asking the stupid questions is... Randy seemed to think this morning they have to ask the question that's fed to them. I don't know. I don't know if y'all know. But Saban was coming off the field. Mm-hmm. They grabbed him, and mm-hmm. the girl, it's a girl in this case, she said... Uh, now, I don't remember how she said it verbatim, verbatim but she said um, uh, somebody on the team was really um, doing well and doing all this stuff. And he went into orbit. He said, what about our backup quarterback that just ran off a, oh, my God, it was a, it was a long, almost a, a whole hundred yards, mm-hmm. if there's such a thing. And he said, what about our defense? What about this? What about that? And as he kept doing it, he got louder. And I didn't know at first whether to feel sorry for her. She never looked into the camera. I mean, it embarrassed me, and I'm sitting down here in light Arkansas. But anyway, and and then he just ran on. He didn't even say thank you or kiss my foot or nothing. He took off. So my question to y'all is, because I can't make my mind up. Do y'all get tired of that when they pull the coaches aside and ask them whatever? I hate I hate mid-game interviews, but they're never going away because they're sponsored. They're also never going to get better because there's a very limited things that reporters are able to ask about. It just is what no, it is. but I'm going to tell you what she did, Kara. I know that stuff. She said, uh, what about... Um, Oh, Bryce Young, she asked a question. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly how she worded it. He said, you people. Now, here's what he said. You people. You people. No, I can't. I don't know. I mean, we don't even know till he's in, you know. And then that's when he got mad and he just ran off the field. And I thought, does that girl, it made I don't know, and Randy said, now, Lisa, that could be somebody pumping her these questions 
and she has to ask her, she'll get fired. And I told him, I said, well, I'd say fire me today. I'm tired of being embarrassed on national TV. Now I've talked so much, you can't tell me how y'all feel about it. Thank you, Miss Lisa. We appreciate the phone call today, but we do have well, to go. I'll answer it tomorrow. I want to know. Thank you, Miss Lisa. That's a wrap for us here today on the Workday Red Zone. want to say a big thank you to Keith Merritt for hanging out with us at Hour 1 and also a big thank you to A-State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers, who was with us earlier. If you missed that chat, well, it's time to start getting caught up on, on basketball, but you can find it at 953theticket.com after today's show. Uh, keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next, followed by The Drive with Cade Carlton at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the Front Row with Budrow at 7. RWRC Radio is off, but we'll be back tomorrow at noon. For Cade, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great afternoon.